G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson. Welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. You can hear 2020 weekdays from 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You may remember we recently began talking about one of the critical challenges that Christian churches face. The fact that as many as 700 children are leaving church each week during their transition years between primary school and high school. There's new research published that sheds light on how teenagers need some special attention in those years between especially 10 and early adolescence. One of the issues identified is the need for children to develop their own personal faith. David Goodwin is the author of a new book called Lost in Transition, in which he identifies a whole host of issues almost every church needs to address. David Goodwin, welcome back to 2020. Thank you. David, this is such an important aspect, and I know we were talking about this just recently, and we went through a whole bunch of points. I wanted to get you back to talk about some more, and one of those, if we zero in on teenagers and the younger end uh, from age 10 upwards, there is a an issue with the way that they are developing in their faith that somehow or other churches seem to be missing. Yeah, look, um, basically the way we tend to teach children in church is probably a, a, an outdated model. Um, we tend to teach kids in a very linear fashion, which means I as the teacher am very determined as to what my children need to learn by the end of the lesson which is okay, we, we all need to learn facts and we need to learn stuff like that. But there's this extra element to do with our faith development, which we should be aware of in our teaching, and that is that children need to hear from God for themselves. So it's understanding how to teach in such a way that we give children the opportunity to reflect on the message, to think through the, the story, and, and to have that opportunity that, that they might hear from God and, and therefore be able to grow in their own faith. Uh, one of the, I guess, the classic authors on faith development of children is a man called John Westerhoff, who back in the 80s wrote a book, Will Our Children Have Faith? He, um, he described faith in four, four different stages that we all go through. And this particular stage that children are at is what he called experienced faith, which basically says that children, young children, right through to primary school, generally live off the experience of the people closest to them, which could be their parents, their church, their Sunday school teacher, etc. Um, so the child that we see happy to be in church at age eight or nine, we we could have this wrong idea they're going to be happy to be in church all their life but really at the stage they're at they're drawing on the faith of those around them 
um, it's when they get a little bit older you suddenly realise, wait a minute, my, my kid doesn't actually have a faith of their own. For example, as part of my research, I visited seven different youth groups. I talked to 40 young people. I just wanted to know from these young people at these church young youth run youth groups what um, what they felt was the reasons why kids that they knew are no longer attending church. And one of the questions I asked was, you know, what could the church have done better for for your friends that are no longer here? And one of the strong answers came back was, we want more discipleship. That was surprising to me. When I asked them what they meant by discipleship, they basically said, we want reality. We want to know how this Christian life really works. We don't know how to pray. We don't know how to read our Bible. We don't know how to make Christianity work. We, we don't know how to face up to temptation. The greatest temptation that they said was sexual temptation, and they just really don't know how to face up to it. Now, when we talk about churches, uh, children's ministry leaders, and even back into the home as parents, uh, we might struggle with how to actually help our children hear from God in their own way. How do you say to parents and to uh, to children's ministry uh, teachers that this is the way you help children reflect on their faith and actually have their own uh, faith-building experience? A famous Irish author said, you know, true education is not filling a bucket, it's lighting a fire. And yes, we do have to fill the buckets because our kids do need to know all the facts and figures of the Bible, they need to know the stories. But if we're not lighting that fire, then they're not really being educated. Um, and what do I mean by that? Like when we tell the kids a story, um, we should be able to tell it in such a way that we allow our kids to be able to express in some way what God is actually saying to them through that story. So, for example, one of the things I might do is send the kids away off into uh, different parts of the room where they can use a piece of paper and draw or write or think about what God's actually sharing with them through that Bible story and then get them to come back and either relate that to one of the leaders and they pray together about that or they may relate it to the whole group. And it's amazing. I, I will find that, that, for example, boys of 10, 11, 12, 13, who normally are uninterested in, in, you know, in the Bible lesson, suddenly come to life because they can come up with the most astounding things. It's like you're giving them the opportunity to, and you're trusting them to hear from God, even very, very little children. And that's just one example of our primary role as children's ministry leaders when we teach is to bring these kids to their own faith where they can actually hear from God for themselves and and know how to express that. So just like you would include children in uh, outreach opportunities in your community or uh, sponsoring a child so that they have that opportunity to be involved in that ministry, the involvement of your children in being able to report back what they believe God is saying to them through a story mm. actually births faith in their heart. Absolutely. 
So, David, is there a level of reform that has to happen that starts with leaders and children's ministries to be able to engage and incorporate children into this faith formation, this faith development in their own hearts and lives within the church context and within the family? Uh, yes, I, I think it, it, it is this two-pronged thing. As you say, it's the church and the family. And um, our, our children's ministry leaders need greater training in those aspects of human development and faith development because those two things, they run parallel. They're, they're, they're together. You've got to see that as kids are four and five, they have to be taught quite differently to what they need when they're 11 and 12. And I think also parents, one of the things we can do for the church is to, to better train our parents in, in faith development um, issues. And I think many, many authors today are, are coming out with this, um, this as being our number one priority that's needed in the way we look after our kids in the church. And of course, you're talking about a whole of life understanding of how those transitions happen at key points in our lives. Mm. But you've zeroed in and you've understood that there's a critical point here uh, from age 10 through to those early adolescent years. Unless we make a change, uh, we'll continue to lose uh, children from church life. And I think at the rate you said, uh, 700 per week being lost from the church. Now, to turn that around, it really takes some effort and and we we do have to sit what i what i think we do need to do would recommend to every church that we've got to sit down and start talking about this we we've got to um yeah we've got to really really think we've got to talk we've got to discuss it's a huge problem and uh we will continue to lose this huge number of kids from our churches if we don't um Something that came up in one interview that I, I made during my research, which I think is very profound, and it's um, this concept of immunising our kids. Um, we do this in a, in a medical way by, by putting a little bit of poison into a kid's body in order to help the, the kid build up a resistance uh, in their body in, in case they ever face with a full onslaught of the disease. Can you imagine doing the same thing when kids are 9 or 10, but in a spiritual way, by saying to them, look, let's have a talk. What do you think would happen if you ever went to school and your teacher started telling you that the Bible was really just a whole load of fairy tales, it didn't stack up scientifically, etc., etc.? Um, what would you say to your teacher? What would you say to your friends who might think that? Uh, what we're doing in such a form as we're actually putting a little bit of the disease into the kid's mind so that they are beginning to think and we can discuss it while we've still got these kids in a very supportive environment. And and uh, so when they hit high school and they get this, they're going to be uh, absolutely ready for it. They'll um, be prepared. Yep. Well, David, it is just fabulous talking to you about these issues and so critically important. Uh, we'll come back and talk again on another day too uh, when it comes to some more issues to do with this particular very important age group of tween ages and uh, the fact that there are so many being lost from 
the Christian church at that age between 10 and early adolescence. David Goodwin is the author of the book called Lost in Transition. And there'll be a link to how you can get a hold of David's book on the 2020 page at vision.org.au. David Goodwin, it's good talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thank you very much. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.